Hello, everybody. We are here. I'm Mrs. Hernandez, and this is Mrs. Marinacci. And we are here to show you about podcasting and also give you a good example. So our topic today is going to be about soccer, and the name of our podcast is Sportsmanship and Soccer. So I just want to talk a little bit about our background in soccer and why we are somewhat experts on soccer. Um, Mrs. Hernandez is has played soccer since I was in first grade, all the way up till the end of high school, and maybe a little bit when I was an adult too. So we kind of have some good uh, perspectives. My favorite position is um, striker, so that's my background and expertise. And this is Ms. Marinacci, and I played soccer as a kid all the way through high school, and then I went on to play in college, and I still play in the league on Thursday nights for old ladies. Um, and my position was always a center midfielder. In this episode about sportsmanship and soccer, we're going to be talking about three different subtopics. The first one will be about keeping your hands and arms to yourself. The second one will be about how to handle calls made by the referee. And the last topic, subtopic we wanna talk about is the final whistle. So to start with, when we're talking about the sportsmanship topic of keeping hands and arms to yourself, I wanna know, Mrs. Hernandez, has that ever been a sportsmanship thing that you have struggled with? Well, there unfortunately was a situation where I was playing indoor soccer and I was getting a little too aggressive and I almost accidentally slammed a girl into the wall and gotten yellow card. Um, learned my lesson. I didn't want to get a yellow card. I got a talking to by my coach and my family about trying to keep my hands and arms to myself because it wasn't um, very sportsmanlike to be doing that, getting so aggressive in that way. Sometimes it's hard when you're like caught up in that moment, though. Absolutely. Did you go up and say anything to the other player or like um, do anything? Well, at the end of the game, I definitely, you know, shook hands and was very respectful in that way. But no, I was kind of young and yeah, naive. At that Made time. the mistake. Yeah, no I did make a mistake. But yeah. now, as an adult, I look back and that wasn't the best choice. Yeah. So with our second point, we want to talk about how call, uh, we handle calls made by the referee that we might not agree with. Can you give an, a situation where you yeah, happened well, to you? So one time I was substitute coaching for a boys' mm -hmm. soccer team. And so I didn't really know these players or these parents very well, but they were like 11 and 12-year-old boys, so I was very confident in what I was doing. And the ref was doing a great job. And at the toward the end of the game, things were starting to get like very competitive and very heated. Mm -hmm. And it was not the players, but the parents on the sidelines started arguing with one another. Wow. And at the final whistle, they walked toward one another and were fighting with the ref about some of the calls that he Wait made. Wait a minute, adults were doing that? Adults were doing wow. that, not that, even the players. That's unbelievable. That is yeah. so disrespectful to somebody. I could not get over it because not only is it not good sportsmanship, but it says a lot about how you are as a person when you handle things well or don't handle right. things well. So I was thinking that those parents were not setting a very good example Absolutely. for their kids, especially because it was the kids who were playing the game. Right, right. I agree. So as part of our podcast, we just want to remind everybody, a little commercial, that Mr. Jarrett wants to remind everybody to be respectful, responsible, and safe 
when we're at recess, we're in our clubs, PE games, um, even when you're working on a tough assignment that might be really difficult, encouraging your friends and using that sportsmanship idea in those ways as well. Our last key point is what happens after the whistle. After the game is over, what are some sportsmanlike sh sportsmanship things that you can do to help yourself and your team and the other team that either, even if they win, they won or lost. Um, so at the end of the game, no matter what happens, it is important, important to shake hands in a respectful way. Not just, you know, kind of a loose handshake, but a firm handshake, a good, not too hard, not too soft, just showing the other team that you appreciate playing against them. Um, do you have a story or anything that you've seen at sportsmanship in a, that was in a positive way at the end of a game? Yeah, I actually saw on um, Twitter, a story about Naomi Osaka and Coco Goff, who are women's tennis players. And when they were playing each other, um, Coco Goff had walked off. She lost the match and she was so disappointed that um, she really, really wanted to cry. And Naomi was supposed to go into the winner's area and have her winner's interview, but she stopped the interview and walked over to Coco Goff and told her it was okay to cry and pulled her into the interview and had her talk about how proud she was of um, how well she competed in that match. And she wasn't focused on herself at all as the winner. She really thought about the other person's feelings, which I was impressed by because I have never done that um, in a game. And I know at the end of a game, if I lose, it is so hard for me to have to go and shake someone's hand sometimes. Right. Yeah. But I make sure that I always go and do it, and even mm -hmm. though in my head I might not be feeling congratulatory toward the other player. Absolutely. And that makes you them want to play you again. You know, they see that you're a good person and everything's over at that time. Yay! And as we wrap up our podcast, we just want to remind everyone that being part of a respectful student and Anderson community member is it is important to have good sportsmanship on in school and outside of school um, because you are representing our community. Um, these things can carry over into your job, your family relationships, and into the future too. And then lastly, as this being our first ever um, podcast episode at Anderson Elementary, we just want to say Thank you, first of all, to Ms. Hernandez for getting this started. And also we wanted Thank to give you. a shout out to Mr. Rubio for hosting the fifth grade soccer intramurals during lunchtime or during recess time every day for those fifth graders. And we hope that you guys listen to this and can bring some pointers out to your games. Um, and then also we have some fifth graders who have said yes to Ms. Hernandez and I to start working on some podcast episodes of their own that we can add to our library and share in this community at Anderson. We also want to thank ESPN for being our fact checker today. We had to look up some information, make sure we were correct, and we were able to do that just by checking ESPN. So thank you, ESPN, for helping us with that. <laughs>